Blog Talk Radio. Cole Hamill's contract. So that wasn't too bad, but 
it is a move that the Cubs did. It's low risk, you know, high reward kind of a move. But um, some other moves, the Twins got Nelson Cruz. Cole is going to tell us a little bit about that. If you want to know his stats, they're right there. But tell us a little bit about Nelson Cruz. All right, so the Twins signed Nelson Cruz um, to a $14 million deal for, was it one year? Uh, one-year deal. Yep. Um, he's 38 years old. He isn't a hitter, you know, taking the place of Joe Maurer and Logan Morrison. Yep. And CJ Cron will play first base, so he won't have to play in the field. And he just ended a four-year, $57 million contract. You can read a little bit about that. So he he just finished a four-year contract with Seattle. It looked like over the four years, he had 284, and he played a pitcher-friendly Safeco field. But, I mean, for his age, being 38, and last season, check out some of those stats. Read some of those stats last He had 37 home runs, 97 RBIs, one stolen base. He slugged 509. His OPS was 850. Uh, OPS plus 135. And he had one stolen base. Look out for that. Yeah. OBP 342. Batting average 256. He had 133 hits, 70 runs, 519 at-bats. So what are your thoughts on that move as a Twins fan? Uh, it's a good move, good power bat veteran. I think, it, I think it's a good and what are some of, do you want your twins? Do you think your twins are going to get Bryce Harper? No, they're not. Why not? They do not have that kind of money. <laughs> yeah, that's true. What What would you like to see the twins make? Do you think they should add any more positions or any, any starters? Any pitching and bullpen. I don't know who would sign, but maybe some young people. Yeah, no, I think that's right. Do you think Buxton's going to rebound this season? I He needs to. Yeah, I concur with that. I think if Buxton stays healthy, that could go a long way. He seems to always do good when he's playing down in the AAA. Yeah. But then when he gets to the majors, he can't do anything. That's very true. I'm trying to think what else. So, some other moves. The next move, so the athletic sign, like fires. And he earned $14 million in total. It basically it breaks down to $6 million in 2019 and $8 million in 2020. And I'm going to give you the parameters of that contract here. I'm just going to get some details. So if you don't know, last season he did get traded there. So he, he made his mark. He played for the Astros a while back. And then he ended up getting – Signing with Detroit and then getting flipped from Detroit to Oakland. So he pitched a 3.56 ERA. That's pretty solid at 12 and 8 record. That's not bad at all. And I'm sure that the Angels, or the, sorry, the Athletics are in dire need of some big names in their rotation because their, their stadium is definitely, you know, a wide open stadium. It's definitely going to be a pitcher's park for the most part. And they need pitching. So unless they're going to go back and get Bartolo again, they need to keep some arms. They have a lot of injured pitchers, for those of you that don't know. I mean, it's not a bad move. 
So I was okay with it. Because last week they also signed Soria. We did touch on that a little bit. We did talk about um, Andrew Miller. There was a lot of small news. So really this time of year is kind of a a small time of year for for players just because of the holidays. It's really hard to you know, get people in the office, and that's understandable. Well, what we could talk about is, Cole, tell us about some places. Machado, he interviewed with some teams. Do you know some of the teams he had meetings with? He met with the Phillies, uh, New York, White Sox. You know, I think he'd be a great fit in Philly. Uh, you know, I personally don't like Machado, but he's a great player. He just plays a little dirty, but, you know, mm-hmm. he's got great talent. And if you can get on the Phillies, the Phillies could be a really solid team. The Yankees, the Yankees don't need him, honestly. They have a pretty solid infield. They just want to make it better. Yep. I agree with that. White Sox need a good player like They him. need some names. They don't really have any names. Yeah. They have Makata, some young guys, but ever since they trailed – they traded Chris Sale and Q, Quintana. They just don't have any names. Ever since Adam Dunn retired, they don't have a lot of names. Abreu is okay, but he's not like, like you know, no one's going to like talk about him in the national market. Yeah. Some interesting news. So we talked a couple of weeks ago. Edwin Encarnacion was traded from the, the Indians to the Mariners, and then the Mariners traded – Cano and what's his name to the yeah. Mets, Diaz to the Mets. We liked those trades, but now the Mariners, they did all these wheeling and dealing, and now they're kind of stuck with Edwin's contract. But there's teams that are interested. There's some trickle-down effect. With Nelson Cruz joining your twins, there's now teams like the White Sox who just need players and they need production. There's teams that just need a DH. The Rays are one team. The White Sox and the Astros actually could use a first baseman or a DH. Yeah. So this article is saying MLB trade rumors. By the way, I'll plug that trade website. They need a they need to get some money now. The problem is he's on twenty five million. That's a lot of money, and the Mariners clearly are cutting money and clearly trying to start over. But you know that's a lot of money to buy out, and they're gonna have to eat a lot of that contract. That's what it comes down to. And the reason Machado makes sense for the Yankees to kind of flip back and forth. Gigi Gregorius, he's out. He had um, Tommy John surgery or something, but he's going to miss a lot of time. So they need a shortstop. So that makes a lot of sense for the Yankees. And the they Phillies, have, yeah. They have, like, Andrew Hart and, um, and Labor. So, so they'll be okay. Yeah. They could fill from within yeah. and be okay. So maybe they don't need to do it, but it's the Yankees, so they're always going to be interested. They have, they have the money for anything, basically. Here's one that you, you definitely know this name, Cole. The Angels signed Jonathan Lucroy. Remember him from the Brewer days? Yeah. So it's kind of an interesting story for Lucroy. He was an all-star with the Brewers at least one season, maybe two. Yeah. And what's interesting is, you know, he's 32 years old now, and he only signed for $3 million, which any of us would take $3 million, no problem. Sign me up. But yeah. that's not very much for a former all-star catcher. Exactly. Um but he did sign with the Angels. So last season, he played for the Athletics that we did talk about. But last season, he signed the Rockies. Yeah, he was with the Rockies two years ago, and then he signed with the Angels. And I can't remember 
if he got traded to there. But either way, that's what he played for. He only hit 241. That's not very good. And I'm trying to see what his defensive stats. Oh, to LaCroix's credit, it says he threw out an above average 30% of Steelers. So the defense is still there. And it'll probably be the main catcher. They don't have really an established catcher is what this article says. And the angle need to rebuild, too. They do. And they, they have now spent a bunch of money. They just signed Matt Harvest. So clearly they're going to wait to rebuild, or if they're rebuilding, they have guys in the low, low systems. You know, Really, if they want to truly rebuild, we know what guy they should trade. But they're going to go all in these last two years, I guess, and hope that he stays. I don't know. And that's Trump, obviously. They just signed Justin Bohr, Matt Harvey, and Trevor Cahill. Not like flashy names, but, you know, rebound guys. And they're decent. Moore's pretty good. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Um, there's other rumors. I'm just going to kind of read off some rumors going around. There is, and then we'll take some calls. We have some of our loyal callers that are calling in a little bit, but we're going to wait a few minutes on that. So, you know, with Lucroy going to the A's, there is now a bunch of, there's like one big catcher left. So, Carlos Ruiz went to the Mets. That was another good addition to the Mets. I forgot about that. Yeah. Now, Grandall, he's the Dodgers catcher. It'll be interesting. Oh, not Ruiz, sorry. Ramos. Ramos. Wilson Ramos. Yeah. So, he played in Tampa last season. Tampa, then to Philly. Yeah. And then, I don't know why Philly didn't keep him. I don't know either. Do they have a catcher? We'll have to look into that a little bit. When we do team previews. I might be looking at J.Q. Muto. Yes. And the Marlins have to trade him. Yes. People want him. So people really want him, and if they don't, they're going to get Grand Dahl. They're obviously out because they took, they took uh, Ramos. That's a really good point. I think the Yankees are actually really looking at him, too. Yep. That's a really good point. And so we'll have to see how that market, you know, is created. So a couple years, a couple weeks ago, we were doing team previews, and – We'll kind of do an order of what our next previews are at the end of the episode. I actually have to Google. Well, could look that up. If you can order the draft for next season, we're going to go in order from worst to first. So I did the Orioles and the Royals. Whoever's third and fourth will be the next teams we cover. So Cole will work on that while I talk about some other news, if that's cool. Um, yeah, so if you look at the 2019 draft, it will it'll tell you what our order will be. We might go in a different order, but as of right now, that's it. Well, Cole looks that up. There was another signing or two we can talk about. Matt Shoemaker, who has kind of a fun name, Shoemaker. It's kind of a sweet baseball name. Uh, I mean, I like it. I feel like when he had – they had team, Tim nickname weekend. He did something funny in his series. I just don't remember what it was. But some players had some fun names. But Shoemaker, so he pitched for, with Trout the last couple of years in Anaheim or Los Angeles, Angels of Anaheim. And he had so-so stats. So what's interesting about that is he also signed for about $3 million, $3 million with the Blue Jays. And the Blue Jays just need people to eat innings. The Blue Jays are clearly rebuilding also. So what's interesting about Shoemaker is he's 32 years old, and he's always hurt. It was just funny. Some of the comments to his signing was like, well, he's good for 70 innings. And, I mean, he can't help that a couple of years ago he was actually hit with a line drive to the head. So that's – you know, that kind of crazy stuff happens, and he rebounded from that. The last two years, he pitched a combined 4.6 ERA, so he's really kind of an innings eater when he's healthy. Uh-huh. So we'll have to kind of see on that. But kind of our order of some team previews, 
The next couple we're going to do are the White Sox, which hopefully I can get my friend Devin to talk about the White Sox, but I don't know if he can name that many players of the White Sox. They're pretty young. That's right. <laughs> but he's going to study up. And then the Miami Marlins, that'll be a fun one. We'll roast Jeter a little bit for all for trading. How many former MVPs? The last two, right? Yeah, the last two MVPs. And then the Tigers, Padres, Reds, Rangers. And there's some compensation picks in there. I have a friend to talk about the Blue Jays. I think I have a friend to talk about the Rays. So there'll be some. So our next episode will probably be the White Sox and Marlins. So we both have some homework to do on that front. And as I'm looking, I'm waiting for one of my loyal callers to call in if he gets a chance. So he calls on every episode, and I'm just waiting for him to call in. So we'll buy some time while we do that. Some other interesting footnotes in history. One thing I thought about doing is I could talk about some stats during the season. So some fun things that I like to talk about. And we'll get into it later. I have a friend that, and I'm still learning about this too, so like war and some interesting stats, fan graphs. There's some just really neat stats out there that I like to educate people on and educate myself too. There's just so many advanced stats that are, you know, that that we have to learn about. And, you know, teams are going this way, you know, with their wins above replacement and, you know, your, which is war. So if you're hearing me talk about war, it's like how many wins add to your your value. So there's some some stuff down the line that would be really fun to talk about. And I have my friend Jason that will call in. He's a huge Diamondbacks and Cubs fan. That lives in he's in Chicago for school, but he's from Arizona originally. So, so he didn't like the trade. He did not like the Goldschmidt trade. He was devastated by it. Cardinals are going to be good, and I hate to admit that, but it's very true. And good news: 89 days to opening day, guys. So, first of all, we have one of our regulars on here. We're going to get him on the call. He always has a good question for us here. So, let's see. Hey, you're on the Brothers Podcast. Looks like the call dropped. So, he'll have to call back in. So, some technical difficulties on his line. So, first, we're going to go to our other caller. Let's see what we got here. Hello, welcome to the podcast. Hi, this is Old Maid School Teacher. Hello. I had a question about Kyler Murray. What is your question about Kyler Murray? Why is he switching sports? That's a good question. So, with that, you want to talk about Kyler Murray? You know a lot about him. Actually, Kyler Murray played college baseball, and he was very good, and he played football. He won the Heisman, but he likes baseball more, I guess. And he also got paid. I think he signed a $4 million extension. So I think no matter how this season went for Oklahoma, which they're getting killed by Alabama as we record this, he, I guess they just passed a touchdown, but still they're getting killed. He had already committed to playing for the A's. So no matter what he did, he has to honor that minor league contract. So that's a good question. Thanks for calling. We appreciate it. Thanks. Anytime. Yep. And so now we're just waiting for our we're waiting for our other loyal caller to call in. I'm I'm learning. I think we can only have 
one or two calls at a time, so that's probably why it failed. But that was a good question. So obviously that's a tough choice. You win the Heisman, but you're already drafted by a major league team. But I think we're in a grants that baseball has a lot longer longevity. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to get an ACL tear or CTE. You have a longer career. You make more money playing baseball than you would any other sport. It's very true. Very true. So we're going to see if our favorite caller will call back in. He calls every episode. And he never lets us down. He always has a good question. So we're going to bite a little bit of time. And once I get a you know a better routine done, I want to do like today in baseball history once we do more episodes and stuff down that vein. I'm thinking one more signing that I was going to touch on was, I just got to find it here. So some other news is there was some Bryce Harper rumors. Um, he, again, has been, you know, with the Dodgers clearing that trade with the Reds, and obviously it looked like the Dodgers wanted to make a move for him. You don't trade two of your starting outfielders if you're not interested. Yeah. Um, the other move I thought was um, the Cubs, I guess, still have a chance, but like I've said in previous episodes, if they don't trade – Hayward, they don't have the money, or Chatwood, or both, they don't have the money. But looks like on our client, we have one of our regular callers in. Let's see if he's here. Hey, man, welcome to our show again. Yeah, yeah this is Gert. Uh, I was calling, you know, in the in the spirit of the college football on right now with uh, Oklahoma. You got Tyler Murray, who who's an interesting prospect. For both football and baseball, and my question to you guys is: is uh, what do you think he should do? Because I mean, what if he has a great career in football or baseball? Which do you think um, would have the most benefit over a long-term career? And what are some of the negatives for either decision? Thank you. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a great question. We were just we this is a common topic tonight, and we're actually going to go a little more in depth to that. And, I appreciate the question. That's really good. So what we were what we were talking about, and I just appreciate these fans. They're really passionate about this. And really what I think, I mean, Cole can give some more further thoughts, but really you're just thinking about a longer career. Yeah, could you make some shorter money on the short term? Yeah, but he'd back out of – he got his bonus from the A's. I think he'd have to forgo that if he breached his contract. Mm-hmm. But winning the Heisman, you know, that doesn't necessarily – guarantee a great football career. Exactly. And when you're playing baseball, you obviously are going to have a longer, longer career. You're not going to get all the concussions as you would in football. It's very true. So we, we think, I mean, there's still football as a possibility down the road, but we think his best bet is to keep his word, right? Right, number one podcast listener? Uh, I agree. I agree with you guys. Um, yeah, I have nothing else to say about that. I agree. Well, I just agree that you agree. Thank you for listening to our show again. Thank you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too, and all of our other loyal listeners. Thank you. Yeah, goodbye now. Goodbye. <laughs> Gotta love the loyal callers. Uh, we might have time for one more caller. I will actually send out our guest call line to some other fans. Might as well just take a few more calls to fill the rest of our time. I'm going to send a number out for people that are wanting to know 
Let's see if they call in. Hopefully I sent the right number. See, some people could have called in and not gotten a hold of us. Any other news you want to talk about, Cole? Um, I don't really know of any other things that's been going on. That's true. And our guest, our guest number, one of our loyal listeners pointed out, maybe I should say the number that our show is. So if you want a guest call, the number is 646-787-8573. So we have another caller. Let's see who this is. I can do one at a time. See if it works. Hello. Welcome to the show. Hi, Sam. It's good to be part of the show. Yeah, hey, nice to have you on, Jake. What's going on? Uh, not too much. Uh, I'm just sitting here in Des Moines. Sitting here in Des Moines, that's the home of the AAA Iowa Cubs. It is the home of the AAA Iowa Cubs. What's going on? Yeah, I mean, what's uh, this podcast being? What's the question that I'm answering? <laughs> the question you're answering? So why don't you give us your thoughts as a Cubs fan should the Cubs go after Bryce Harper and yes or no why and, and reasons for that? I don't believe so. I think he costs too much money for a player with a huge upside, um, but he batted 240 last year or so, something like that. Um, and his defense would be a major downgrade from Jason Hayward. And he had to move his contract in order to sign Harper Uh so it just wouldn't be a feasible move for him. Um, they really need to focus on like uh, getting another starting pitching a pitcher or a solid bullpen arm uh, for down the stretch, yeah. where they have plenty of pop in the bats. Where Harper would be great, but I just don't think he. They need him. I'd be happy if we got him. Don't think they need him. Yeah. Well, Jake, you put out a good point. Brandon Morrow could miss a good chunk of next season. Unless you want Strope to close, who's going to be the setup guy or closer if Strope is one of those, right? They just, I don't think Brandon Kinsler, I know he's signed, but they need more arms. I agree with that. Yeah, now the setup would probably be CJ, um, but he's been, he's had flashes of brilliance, but he really hasn't come into his own yet. I agree with that. And when we when we talk the Cubs, we'll have to have you on. We might have to do two episodes on the Cubs since we have so many Cubs friends. But that would be really great to have you back on. And, you know, I, I thank you for calling in. And, uh, you know, you're welcome to listen anytime and be a guest anytime, as, of course, my friend. Yep, it was a pleasure being here. You guys have a good night. All right, you too. Yep, bye. All right, looks like we have one more caller. We don't have much time left. Let's answer this one. Let's see who's on hold. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, this is John Jingleheimer Schmidt. Hello, John Jingleheimer Schmidt. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, I was uh, just wondering about the Kyler uh, Murray. <laughs> Oh, the Kyler Murray guy. Yes, yes, yes. That, so, that signing, uh, what's your guys' thoughts are on that? Sure. You know, it just seems like we're beating a dead horse tonight, but, you know, that's okay. Um, you know, he obviously gets a lot of attention. He's playing Alabama right now. He was drafted in baseball. Everyone wants him to play, and that's, you know, that's great. But, you know, there's a lot of injury risk, and I think he's 
at least showing loyalty and commitment to the A's, which is really nice. Do you think he could play both sports at once? You know, I think <laughs> I think if the A's could agree something with whatever NFL team drafts him, because let's be honest, some NFL team is going to draft him just to earn his rights. So I, I hope he connects to Deion Sanders. That'd be cool. Maybe the Jaguars could get him. You know, as a Jags fan, I'd be okay with that. He's better than Blake Bortles, the boat. Why, thanks for calling, guys. It's been real great. We're running out of time for the show. And if I had anyone on hold, I apologize if I didn't get you on there. But I think I got everyone on there that wanted to. So, Cole, it was great to have you in studio for once. We'll have to do it again in person. It was great to be here. I appreciate it. And at some point, Jeremy is going to be back on here. So I'm stoked for that. The three of us will continue to do team previews. If we have to, we'll split them up even. But I'm hoping to do one Monday morning. If it lets me, I'll do two on Monday morning. So I just thank you for listening. Remember, we're on iTunes and Twitter. Just give us a follow, and we appreciate it. Thank you.